0: Over the years, I've talked to a lot of people and read a lot about how much birds help our spirits, especially during dark times in our lives. Joe Harkness's 2019 book, Bird Therapy, and Tama Watts's 2023, Keep Looking Up, Your Guide to the Powerful Healing of Birdwatching, are two great books about how nature, and birds especially, touch us in ways that help us transcend sickness and sorrow. And I know in my own life how much healing grace birds have given me. Among my very earliest childhood memories growing up in a strife-ridden, violent home was being soothed at nap time and bedtime listening to house sparrows right outside my window cheep-cheep-cheeping away. My ears could tune out all the yelling and fury in the house to focus on those friendly avian conversations. I loved pretending that I was part of that sparrow family. When I was in the primary grades before I had to lug books back and forth to school, the moment I left the house in the morning, hearing those house sparrows and maybe spotting a robin on the lawn, I could shed all my sadness and angst by opening and flapping my arms as I skipped all the way to school, pretending I was a bird. I can honestly say I had a happy childhood— thanks to birds. I had abdominal surgery in April 1979, and my discharge instructions were to wait a few days before taking short walks on level surfaces outdoors. But that was inconceivable in Madison, Wisconsin, right as spring migration was kicking in. My first day out of the hospital, Russ drove me to Picnic Point, and the moment I saw a couple of blue-gray gnat catchers flitting about, I forgot all about my incision and climbed up a hill to get a better look. After that, it was business as usual. As far as my birding went, my doctor was surprised how quickly I healed. We took a family trip to the South Dakota Badlands and Black Hills in 1996, just after I'd had gallbladder surgery the old fashioned way. And again, who can think about even the yuckiest post-surgical pain when you're looking at your lifer black-headed grosbeak? Now I'm being given another opportunity to test out bird therapy. I just found out that a tiny lump under my arm, one that based on a mammogram, MRI, and ultrasound 16 months ago had been judged to be a benign subcutaneous cyst, is actually a recurrence of breast cancer, this time invasive. When it got punched out by my dermatologist, it looked like any other fatty tissue cyst, so everyone was as surprised as I when it turned out to be cancerous. My head was swimming as I read the My Chart Pathology Report on my computer, but right then, good old BB, my banded pileated woodpecker, flew in. Nothing changed, yet somehow I felt a surge of reassurance. None of my birds, not B.B., not my two blue jays sticking around this season, not any of my chickadees, know if they're even going to make it till tomorrow. We like to think they're free as a bird from such concerns, but really, no one has ever determined with any certainty how aware of mortality birds may be or how much they feel anxiety or worry. All I know for sure is that they have the capacity to ease my own anxiety and worry. Until I meet with the surgeon Wednesday, get scheduled for surgery, and then find out what the pathology report says, I won't know what my treatments will involve. They may continue well into 2024, so I've canceled all my live speaking engagements. This is a good time to retire from that anyway. I've always been enough of an introvert that I leave my talks exhausted and depleted and sometimes can't accomplish much of anything for a day or two afterwards. But I'll keep writing my blog and producing my podcast as I did the first time I had breast cancer and after my two heart attacks. And I promise not to change the focus of For the Birds, Away from Birds. Surgery may make photography with my heavy camera a little tricky for a while, but that's what tripods and monopods are for. And if I lose my hair, really my one vanity... Well, I know some blue jays who will consider that fair payback after I've taken pictures of them when they were molting. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.